All right, Bizzlecast listeners, welcome to the Bizzlecast Rapid Reaction to The Last Jedi, uh, which was just released a few hours ago as of this recording. I'm going to do a quick uh, w- sort of watching and analysis of the trailer for about five minutes, and then I'm bringing on my buddy Amon from Shooting Star Wars Episode One, who's a huge Star Wars fan, has recently watched and loved Rebels, watched the trailer as well, and he's going to give me a few thoughts um, about The Last Jedi trailer. So let's get right into it. All right, Bizzlecast listeners, welcome to our trailer reaction to The Last Jedi, uh, Star Wars Episode 8, which just dropped during the horribly boring 3-2 Minnesota Vikings-Chicago Bears uh, football game tonight. It was the most football uh, football I've watched in a while, and I mostly regret it because it was even worse than usual. Not a big football fan uh, among sports, but anyways, I stuck through it. halftime and they did the right thing they did it right at halftime i can't believe they actually marched stormtroopers onto the field it's a little frightening considering world events right now whatever maybe that's the whole point so i'm about to have on i think a couple special guests uh amon who you remember from the first shooting star wars to talk about the trailer so i'm going to do my not first reaction reaction there was no way i was going to do a reaction trailer before watching it by myself loudly for, you know 10 12 times which i have now done um so i just want to do a little commentary uh, as we go through it so load it up if you want to follow along and hopefully i'll have it down here somewhere all right here we go three two one go all right so they start with kylo i really like that this trailer is like a kylo trailer essentially um We'll get to the fact that Raylo it seems to maybe be a possibility now, which should cause endless discussion for the next few months. So he's going all red. I mean, JJ introduced this uh, to the First Order aesthetic in uh, Episode 7 brilliantly in very subtle ways. And from the movie to the marketing materials, they're doing the exact right thing and just going full-on red, black, and white, essentially. And, uh, to, especially to contrast here with Luke, amazing mechanical hand, even way more detailed than like a Terminator's hand. So, you know, Mark Hamill made it clear that it, well, this wasn't going to be typical training stuff. Uh, and I think that this, where, you know, he's already sending her away, basically. I think it's happening early in the movie, if I had to guess. And she's going to go seek out Kylo or whoever. Um, I don't think they're going to spend like a third of the movie doing training. I could be wrong. Here's Kylo smashing the helmet. Uh, my buddy Adam Tuck, who's not listening to this and won't be watching trailers, is not going to be happy that the helmet is gone, but they had to do it. He's way scarier at this point without the helmet. Um, the, there's the moved scar. Oh, man, this is so great. I don't know if this is really how it's going to be cut in the film, and he has to decide whether to blow up his own mom, and they can sense each other after he's already killed Han Solo. He's having even more trouble with his mom. Uh, not surprising. He's sitting here, you know, she's pretty much a saint. Okay, so there's Oscar Isaac as the civilian. Here he is as the pilot, Poe Dameron. That, you know, we, following what we know, which is that, you know, Poe's being groomed by Leia. The space battle stuff is amazing. Looks even better than Rogue One. Um, and Rogue One was the best to date. Very little John Boyega and no Rose in this trailer. And uh, there's the red planet. And there's Snoke. Yep. I'm th- I mean, it looks so fleshy, his face. It still kind of matches what we saw in episode one. But along with Kylo's scar, I think R- Ryan wanted to change some of it. So it seems like the course of events is that Luke casts out daisy Ridley. by the way amazingly done by the star wars team 
Very, very well done. Um, I think what what they're trying to tell us is happening is that Luke is too scared to train Ray. She leaves and seeks out Kylo and Kylo brings her to Snoke. And we seemingly see Snoke, you know, force choking, even though, I mean, Ryan Johnson specifically warned fans away who didn't want to be spoiled from watching this trailer numerous times, including today. And it caused a big controversy. So that leads me to think that, that is a bit of a spoiler that she will go to Snoke with Kylo and potentially pursue or at least think about the dark side. And then we have a, basically a mirror of Emperor, an exact mirror actually of Emperor Vader and Luke in Return of the Jedi. Um, and the fact that this is called The Last Jedi and the poster looks like the Return of the Jedi poster. It's interesting, you know, I mean, this is technically The Empire Strikes Back in terms of being the eighth movie. Uh, in the middle of this trilogy but if you talk about influences you know the first movie was clearly taking mostly uh, i'm sorry force awakens was mostly taking from a new hope uh, you know i think rogue one is has the darkness of empire but also the epicness of return of the jedi was sort of a mix this also looks like a mix of empire and return of the jedi which makes sense that if you're trying to get the classic star wars vibe it's really empire and return of the jedi uh that sh- that you're going to hone in on because the original has been seen and done so many times now especially with force awakens and as lovable as a new hope is th- this you know the property didn't really become truly epic until the second um and then third movies and so i'm not surprising that ryan johnson would love both or i should say all three original trilogy stuff and work that in here um ray being tempted we already knew about the gray jedi stuff where does luke fall in i mean i'm I'm hoping you know a little mark hamill goes a long way but at the same time it would be a shame if she only you know is there for 20 minutes then leaves and that's all we see of him we don't know if he ever films with carrie fisher i think you know the ideal scenario would be for him to and her to meet up late in the movie and help extract ray or whatever is what i'm thinking um if that were to happen but you know or it's possible that she just you know comes back with her tail between her legs late in uh in in the movie uh and so have some uh more thoughts coming up uh from my buddy amon um so amon i have a few questions for you in regards to the trailer but just how we started our our first podcast talking generally about star wars i would love to just get your general thoughts about the trailer um uh, directed and produced by ryan johnson and featuring all the great characters from uh, the force awakens well the first thing is is what you posted actually earlier today which which was ryan's tweet about that if you want to go in clean to this whole deal, yep. don't watch, don't watch the teaser. And I get it. And I'm, you know, I was skeptical at first and now I understand. And yep. it, it seems to me why that is they seem to deal with the Carrie Fisher issue directly. That's my opinion. Oh, interesting. I feel like they set it up very, very clearly that, he was going, uh, Kylo being he, is going to off Leia, um, going for, you know, total, uh, what do you call it, patricide, right? Um, uh, and that's how they're dealing with the issue. I mean, in fact, I mean, to me, I don't want to see that inference even, yes. even though that I know that it's probably going to happen like that. Yep. That was right there. <laughs> that no. was yeah Uh, everything else was amazing interesting but that but that hit me i was like fuck i um (laughs) yeah um i i I will say this before carrie fisher passed away 
they were already calling the ninth movie Leia's movie. Like the first one was going to be Han's, the second was going to be Luke's, and the third was going to be Leia's. So yep. the original plan was for her to be basically how Mark Hamill is to this movie. Although considering how close she was to Ryan Johnson involved in the script writing and how much he adored her, he, mm. I think made her a bigger part of this movie really luckily, not knowing that she wouldn't be around for the final one. And so I, if, if they offer, it's going to need to be implied because the plan was not to kill her in this movie. And so I don't think they're going to kill her and that's not a spoiler. Straight up, straight up. Yeah. Well, you know, you you even said before, like, uh, more of Star Wars doesn't do spoilers, right? Yeah. So, if we're led to believe that, then, and even by Luke's own words, this isn't going to go how you think, or something like that. Is that what he said? He's like, this is not going to go how you expect, or or something. Which is a very cute way of talking to the audience at the same time. Yeah, of course. Okay. Blatant yeah. even. So, I, 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 let me let me set this up. So, Ryan Johnson's been saying for like three months to the fans, don't watch the trailer, don't watch the trailer. Oh, but But what he's really been saying is, if you don't want to see these images, obviously don't watch it. Not that there's going to be major spoilers. And today, he reiterated it, and the, some of the media took it and ran with it, and they, and they twisted the quote for him, basically saying, I don't want anyone to watch the trailer. Nah, so, man. Yeah. No, so then, no. He's, and so then, yeah. hold on, then he had to come back onto social media and clarify his comments that he was not saying that. And then oh. it's 10 minutes after the trailer was released, and people were going crazy on the internet, Ryan Johnson in all capital letters on Twitter, quote, forget everything I said and watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he realizes that it's worth it, which is brings me to the important point, man, which is two yeah. things. A, I think they're misleading us the way they frame things in the trailer, the same way the same way the Wonder Woman trailer did, so that they could show us stuff without showing us too much. But B uh-huh. I, I I I actually don't think there are that many major spoilers, other than what you suggested. I don't think there's that many major spoilers. Like, is it such a shocker that Ray's considering the dark side and that Luke would act this way? I mean, it was it certainly was even darker in tone than I was expecting. But right, yeah. I mean, there was well, plenty of I, hints. I think that's you know, Jedi are prone to to, to falling. Uh, at least interested in the dark side. Come on. I mean, uh, I think the number of Jedi in the canon that have, you know, been tempted uh, are, are more than that have not. <laughs> so. So the question is, so why don't we just work backwards real quick? So okay. the question is, when, when, when she's talking about needing someone at the end, he offers his hands. Mm. A- and we also see that right after it seems Snoke is force choking her in the air. Um, yeah, dude. Yes. So, it, I mean, I have theories about that. Let's, so, yeah. the obvious answer is this is an exact mirror to the end of Return of the Jedi when Vader brings Luke to the Emperor, right? I mean, this is yeah, exactly yeah, 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 that on. thing. I, exactly yes. that thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 I I couldn't even contain myself. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's a direct. Yeah, that's the the way I felt. That's the way they want you to feel. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, which you know leads me to theory. I have theories about Snoke, more wishes and desires than anything. But Snoke was was more prevalent. We got to see more of him, his body, you know, than we have, you know, since. I have a theory. 
Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna call. I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, well, but I feel like there might be part of the canon that I'm missing, so you might shoot it down right away. Is there any mention of how Thrawn dies or lives? Um. Well, the the Thrawn that's in canon, which is based on the non-canon Thrawn, we only know what we've seen on Rebels so far, so we don't know his ultimate fate. I mean, if Thrawn got sucked of all of his color um, and was evilly just like you know disfigured, he could be Snoke, and it's it's that kind of thing where he was um, wasn't he. Uh, the canon says that he was, uh, you know, sort of chosen by, was it the Emperor or was it, it was Tarkin that sort of uh, reformed him from his, you know, ruffian sort of background or something like that. Very interesting. So Did I go, did I go too, too No, nerd? I like it. I like it. So I, I have an idea. So I have a bunch of uh, Star Wars cards from one of my games in front of me. It says visual mm-hmm. aids. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you little quick one-hitter questions yes, I related to the trailer. Um, I'm going to save Leia for last, okay? Yep. So, so my first question leads directly from what you were just talking about, which is, do you think there's going to be any connections with Rebels in this movie, and or are we going to get anything with Rebels season four that mm. lead into this movie, even though it happens way different time periods? We're going to get some after the fact Easter eggs, let's call them, with uh, Rogue One for sure. Obviously, because it leads right into it. Ah, yeah. uh, it would be nice if we did, but I'm not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, only because I feel like it's too obscure for the general public. And they yeah, make I agree with movies. you. I totally agree yeah. with you. I just wanted to see if if you had any, any. Yeah, know, because my buddy Adam Dietz is still convinced that Ray is the is the daughter of Ezra and Sabine. He's been touting that for like oh, three years. Oh God, that would be great. That yeah. would be amazing. Sure. Yeah. Or or one of them and someone else potentially. Yeah. I think uh, Luke had a, a sordid affair with Phasma, and that's who Ray is. <laughs> well, you know, in the, in the books, it's Mara, uh, Mara Jade as his, uh, oh, his, yeah. his lady, but that's that's old school. Um, yeah. All right, let me ask you this. Um, Phasma, it looks like we get a Phasma-Finn fight again. I was surprised how little Finn there was in the trailer. And so my original thought was and continues to be that Disney isn't going to do another major Star Wars trailer. Hmm. But considering how little Finn and Phasma we got and no Rose and no Benicio and no Laura Dern and some of these characters, I Mm. think there is going to be another trailer that isn't going to be quite as epic and long. Mm -hmm. That's going to be more like these sort of mini Thor trailers that they've been putting out, you know, just like little vignettes, like longer than commercials, but shorter than trailers. That's what I would do personally. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, I, I... I think that's very because, likely. Because, I mean, everyone is raving about the performance of this young actress who plays Rose, and we've seen nothing of her. She's adorable in, in public. All the cast loves her. Ryan Johnson's obsessed with her, and she's, you know, and, and I trust his judgment. It'd be nice to see her a little bit, in particular, with, with Finn. And, a, mm-hmm. um, and so, okay, so that will lead to Poe Dameron. Um, <laughs> but, by the way, uh, the, the married name of, uh, the celebrity name of Finn and Poe is Bro Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> you got a snort out of me, man. 
It is totally a Bro Tamron relationship. Yeah, Bro Tamron. Um, so okay. Uh, I mean, they're dressing each other. Yeah. So yes. You know, okay. So let's let's get the, some nerd stuff out of the way. The space yeah. battles look amazing. It looks very and honestly, man, I hate mm. to say it, but the mm. Star Wars movie that this reminds me of most is Revenge of the Sith. In a lot of ways. This How dare sp- you? Um, well, the, the, first of all, the, the good, the one good thing with, hold on, the one good thing with Revenge of the Sith is the opening space yeah. battle. Of and course. Kylo Ren's That's ship nice. looks just right out of Revenge of the Sith and the, and the spinning and movement of everything reminds me of the Revenge of the Sith space battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice choreography reference there. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, modified TIE fighter, Jedi ties. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the way it's spin, you know, spinning around all the time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, like it just uh, yeah. it, it was very Lucasian, which I'm cool with. Whereas you know, Rogue One felt exactly like uh, Return of the Jedi, just bigger and better in terms of how the space battle was. You know, I think yeah. Ryan's trying to do something. I think it's great that Kylo's flying. I think it's I, a lot of people aren't going to be happy that he destroys the masks. Let's talk Kylo real quick. A lot of people aren't going to be happy that he destroys the mask, but mm. I think you have to at this point because he it used to be scary in the mask, but now he's scarier without the mask. So you got to leave it off actually um well he seems to have some like uh, under skin stitching going on there which is uh you know because half of his face got you know burned off by ray the final scene yeah um yeah so yeah yeah fuck the mask you don't need the bat well han said he doesn't need it so any oh god i'm such a nerd okay yeah. so let's jump to, <laughs> let's, let's let's jump to the big question and i'll let you go because yes. it's super late um it is is Raylo a thing, and is it going to be romantic? Raylo, yeah. <laughs> um, meaning, um, meaning, do you buy? Do you buy what they're trying to sell us at the end of the trailer, or do you think that they're mistake? They're leading us uh, to, with the mistaken impression of what's going on there, based on how it's framed. Oh well, I mean, I guess for how it's being framed, like between Ray and um, between Ray and Kylo and and Kylo, seeming I, I that think, it's where Snoke is, maybe on the lava yeah. planet potentially. Sure, uh, you know, Sith love the lava planets. Um, the uh, well, I, I gotta say, it it reminds me of the uh, the Matrix Smith versus. Uh, Keanu, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, the 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 counter, the mirror image, the yin to the yang. The one, the the one and the zero, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. the dust canceling each other out, which is of course the end of the Jedi. But um, know, that's that, that's kind of the vibe that I got. I I I, li- I like and agree with that theory. I think it is going to be sort of matrixy, and I think Ray is lying there. If if that's really how they're going to interact, I think she's trying to get close to him. Um, I don't know why, but, yeah. I, but I feel you know yeah. what I mean. It yeah, just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I think they might kill Kylo in this movie, which I didn't think was a possibility. That would be deep. That would be great. Wow. I mean, that would be insane. But that would mean that there's someone scarier behind Snoke even would be would be the big reveal for me. Well, I'd say that as we know there are always only two. Um that's got to be the case here. So, well, uh, well, right. There's only two until we got to Star Wars Rebels and they had all the Inquisitors and everything. 
Yeah, the Inquisitors. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're going to talk Rebels some other time. Don't worry. But what I'm saying okay. is, this isn't you know, the, the Sith Order essentially ended, or so yeah. we thought after um, after true. Return of the Jedi. So it, it's possible that there isn't just two. And the fact, you know, they haven't really talked about this, but Ren, he's supposed to be part of the Knights of Ren. So it's a whole right. order of we, Dark Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, the Knights of now. But wait, I mean, is there a relation to Sabim Ren? No, it's not spelled the same way. Yeah, okay, that's, it's that's not spelled funny. the same way. Yeah, thank God. Keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind that Rebels was was written in 2013 and produced right. and, and released in 2014, and Force Awakens yeah. was 2015. So Rebels was first. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Knights of Ren. Yeah, obviously we're gonna <clears throat> perhaps Phasma is in that club. Mm-hmm. Well, she is. She's in the Vision, wasn't she? Am I am I wrong there? Uh, she was in when. When Ray has the little lightsaber, these are the first steps. Was, vision. I don't think that was Phasma. I know what you mean. Um, optical yeah. back. She's definitely on the what looks like the Death Star um, in in the Vision. So um, as we let you go here, man, really appreciate you coming by. Well, you had a really interesting prediction for this movie, which I had a very similar prediction, but not the same character. So why don't you tell the audience? Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, my first one is that I think we're going to see. Blue four spirit Yoda, um, and I think this was set up uh, in particular by Clone Wars. You know, if you if you follow the Clone Wars animated series, and especially what they did when they were running out of you know time to make that episode, you know when they start, you know uh, Obi Wan was training, you know to talk to Qui Gon and Qui Gon you know, told Yoda how to commune with um, people after they they pass, you know, that whole thing. So I, I say blue force spirit Yoda all the way. Okay. And Obi-Wan, probably both. Right, uh, right. So I thought Obi-Wan, uh, independently yeah. of you, I had considered Yoda, um, but considering they've, you know, Ewan McGregor was voice was in The Force Awakens, and we know mm-hmm. that he wants to come back. It might have been a late addition to the film. I could see it being a small little thing. Um, yeah. But, but Yoda would be great. But by the way, yeah. Qui- Qui-Gon inventing the Force Ghost angered me way more than the Midichlorians in the first movie. <laughs> Honestly, the Midichlorians, wow. I, I, I cared way less about than other people because I thought, I actually think those were misinterpreted, people misinterpreted what that meant. Yeah, Midichlorians were not, were not um, presented well. <laughs> no, because if you if you if you read it on the page, it just says they're a type of light form that tends to be attracted to the force, and so they're like a type of good bacteria, basically, you know. Yeah. And so, if you're heavy for you know force power potential, then you'll see these life forms. It's not they don't create the force; they're not the force themselves. They're just an indi- it's 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 like an indirect indicator of someone with with force potential. Yeah, and that was, and that was yeah. part of the whole reason why the Jedi were so stupid. A million reasons in the in the prequels for relying on that you know for their their, their their chosen one but why why yoda who's lived a thousand years it took for qui-gon who was count dooku's apprentice yeah. to get yeah. it always bothered me but i would be cool with one or both of those guys in it um I don't yeah know. yeah obi-wan well for it would record, be with obi-wan Luke. has always been my favorite jedi I'd say if I had to choose, it's always Obi-Wan. But. Obi- yeah, Obi-Wan's the best character across all the Star Wars media. There's no question about it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Um, hey. 
I would give the trailer, I think, a 9 out of 10. I think I'm only docking a point because I would have liked to have extended 20 seconds more and seen a few more characters. But other than that, I can't complain. I'm going to give it uh, a, a, as well a 9, um, but only because of the potential inference with Leia. Yeah. Well, well, wait, if, if you just have 90 seconds, I, I, I sure. want your cl- clarification on Leia, because we, we would lie to the audience when we said we'd end on Leia. So, okay. Um, yeah. if, if you... I, I, this is an honest question. Mm. Like, it, if we know that she was not supposed to die initially in the movie, mm-hmm. how how would you handle it, and, and or how do you think they're going to handle it? Hmm. How would I handle it? Like, would you have tried to do something in post-production with this movie or just wait and not talk about it and deal with it with episode nine, which, by the way, is, is two years off. So they have some time to deal with that. True. I don't think one could exist without the other. So if you're going to deal with it in the next movie, you have to deal with it in this one, too. And uh, for post-production. So how do you do that, though? They filmed the whole thing. They filmed the whole thing, including reshoots, before, she, and then she died. So yeah. there wasn't like another round of reshoots that anyone's aware of. Now, I, now I, editing is is a is a miracle <laughs> coming from the from yes. a post production. And I will say, yeah. having having just seen Blade Runner, I'm not giving any spoilers to you or anyone. Okay, but but the question that you seek might be partially answered by something they do in Blade Runner a couple times. That's wow. all I'm going to say. Having okay. to do with 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 editing and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, so we will see about that. Cool, man. Um, so just r- really quickly, uh, so you loved Rebels, right? You're all the way through three seasons? I made it all the way through. I think the uh, the episode that uh, Obi-Wan, when, when uh, spoiler alert, obviously. Yeah, when, guys, uh, spoiler on Rebels. Yeah, yeah um, Maul and Obi-Wan, that episode right there was just fucking beautiful. It was mm-hmm fucking beautiful <laughs> it was really nice very well done the the sentiment behind it the the seeing time as as not you know um you know seeing all the possibilities unfold and, and fighting the battle before it's fought the whole thing there is it was beautiful truly beautiful and what's interesting is is that the, the the voice actors and some of the other people involved thought it was initially a huge mistake to have it be such a short battle. No. But, but when they actually did it, and they did it the way Dave Filoni wanted to do it, which is how it ended up, everyone was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It makes it stronger. It makes it stronger. It makes, you know, the those two... I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, so many things. Because remember, not only is Obi-Wan older... But he has more, way more to fight for now, right? Before, he wasn't sure what he was fighting for the first time he faced Maul and defeated him. Now, yeah. he's protecting Luke. Um, mm-hmm. But I love that moment where he's holding Maul and Maul says, you will, you know, he will avenge us. And there's yeah. this look on Obi-Wan's face like, you still don't get it, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, not a, it's not about vengeance, but I'll still be, I'll still be here for you. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I will say the yeah. Twilight of the Apprentice, the two-part finale of the second season with, with Ahsoka and Maul and all yeah. the Inquisitors and Vader and the Ahsoka-Vader fight, that was like, mm-hmm. that was for me shows that like the animated form can be as awesome for Star Wars as the live action form like mm-hmm. you could have turned that extended plot line like the eight ahsoka episodes into a, and just a whole movie by itself if you just watched like the ahsoka episodes from season two with that as the finale i thought was spectacular 
It was nice. I liked the finale of, of season three as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Bendu. Yeah. I like the whole Bendu. Oh, the Bendu. Okay, so cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, so the, the uh, one week from today, or maybe six days from today, is when the new season starts. They're doing double episodes every week for the first four weeks, which is awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, so I would love to have you on at any part during the third, uh, the fourth and final season to talk what's gone up until that point and do a little bit lengthier discussion on Rebels. So thanks, mm-hmm. man. No problem. My pleasure, man. All right. Thank you, BizzleCast listeners. Thank you, uh, Amon. And for now, may the force be with you, and we are out.